Hey guys, welcome to another podcast with Neck Roots. I'm Kit James. Austin Davis. And you know what? This one's going to be a little bit fly by the seat of our pants today because I just rolled in from the job. Just rolled in and uh, 100%. We don't have a title today, dude. I, I don't think we do, Kit. So uh, uh, you what, know, uh, what's been on your mind? What do you want to talk about? Well, that's what we're going to have to do because we do that anyway all yeah, the time. Yeah. But we at least have five seconds to chat about it right yeah and, yeah and we prepare and put some notes down and some thoughts together on whatever it is that we're going to sure, talk about but yeah. uh, but we don't even have a title let's throw it today so i think the best thing about not having a title we will have a title by the end of this i think so so yeah i mean it'll be titled something yeah right so look for the it's next episode yeah. called something yeah called mm-hmm. something um you know one of the things that's been on my mind is results like performance results um there's i'll give you an example um and the reason is i'm i'm bidding for this big contract and this guy's asking me all these questions and this and that and you know i just couldn't help but think in my mind this guy's a smart guy and and i'm listening to him and i'm like you're asking all the wrong questions right and and the reason you're asking all the wrong questions is let's focus on what results have been achieved that are going to equal the task at hand that you're asking me to do. Yeah. Right. You're asking me all these other academic intellectual questions that, I mean, they don't add up to nothing. Right. Sure. Can I do the job? Yes or no. Yeah. Well, with you, Kit, the answer is always yes. Well, I know, but can (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Sure. He don't know. Yeah. He doesn't know. You know, he doesn't know Billy the kit. Yeah. (laughs) Billy the kit. So, so when you don't know and you're asking questions and you're trying to, you know, through that, asking those questions, you're really trying to discover something. So um, there's reasons and there's results. I think maybe if you're cool, we talk about um, a little bit about that. We'll title it reasons and results because the reasons he was asking me all these questions um, was was relevant. Yeah. Right. He was trying to get his warm blankie that that I could perform the task at hand. Right. Um, why do NBA players practice? Right. Sure. So those results will show up in the game. Absolutely. Right. And so <clears throat> I think reasons are very important. But uh, when I'm hiring somebody, you know, people always come to me and they'll say, hey, look, here's my resume. Here's where I've worked. Here's what I can do. This is how many years experience I have. And man, they're they're good. Yeah. And I say, you know what? Put all that away. Documentation and conversation doesn't matter when it's when it's out here and we're in the field and we're working, I'll tell you what, if you're willing to put your money where your mouth is, I'll pay you what you think you're worth today in sure. cash. Yeah. And today's going to be your resume. Absolutely. Right? And and that's based on the results. Right? Absolutely. That's not based on their feelings. Right. Yeah. It's not, yeah. they have a sob story, so I'm going to give them more money. It's they perform, got their results. Right. They're worth what, you know, their their value is what somebody's willing to pay. And the truth is you can, you can tell. In oh, the, sure. In the first couple hours, if they're walking around timid and oh, I just don't know where I fit in on the crew or this or that or whatever, you can usually tell. I think being polite and making sure you don't step on toes is one thing, but you can tell all the time. You can yeah. tell every time. Yeah. And there's been so many times halfway through the day at lunchtime, they'll say, what do you think, boss? I said, dude, I think you ought to wear that free T-shirt that I gave you and go home. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, right. <laughs> 
So that, that you bring up something really important here, kid, is that, uh, you know, results and reasons, uh, reasons and results are tied together, right? I guess that's what we're going to call this, yeah. uh, this episode today is reasons and results. And I think a lot of times what'll happen is we get into this, uh, this thought process that it's always reasons or results, right? right? Like, uh, I know we just did, a, a, an episode on excuses or whatever, but, uh, you know, we, we, tell ourselves why we can't do something, right? And I think when we get into that that mode of thinking, we have already developed negative thoughts about the achievement or the end the end result, right? And if you if you're giving yourself reasons why you can't do something, you're done. Yep. You're not going to achieve that, right? And so if Neck Nation, if you're if you're one of those folks, and I'm guilty of it at times too. Right? Oh, we all we, we all, all are. are. Yeah, for sure. But if you're giving yourselves reasons why you can't do something, we need a mind shift and start giving us giving ourselves reasons why we can do something. And yeah. I think that's important, right? Reasons or results happens a lot of times, but reasons and results is more important. Here's the reason why I was able to accomplish this result, and I just want to reiterate something that we we mentioned here, which is. You know, this world is driven off of results, right. right? It's not driven off of I feel this way or 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 whatever. And if you're going out looking for a job, right, it's what's on your resume, right? right. What have you accomplished? What have you done? What responsibilities have you taken over? Yeah. Right. What are your results? And you get hired based on those. It's oh, not yeah. it's not this whole world of, you know, I've I've had a really hard life and Things have been really tough for me, and I just need to catch a break. The yeah. world, the world isn't handing out breaks, dude. It is yeah. not handing out breaks for nobody. No, you know what's funny is people give you the benefit of the doubt, and anytime you give someone the benefit of the doubt, they benefit and you doubt. There you go, and, and, and that's the truth. That's just how it goes, right? Yeah. I mean, per, this is a performance-based world, it really is. You're, yeah, you're right. Results are the only thing that really matters um, at the end of the day. It doesn't matter what reasons. There are, but we do. We get stuck in that trap or in that rut, and a rut is just a grave with both ends kicked out of it. You know, it really sure. is. Sure, yeah. And so we'll be hammering through there, and it makes us feel better. Oh, these are the reasons why I couldn't do this or I couldn't perform that to this level or whatever. Couldn't get it done on time. At the end of the day, those are those are the reasons why, but at the end of the day, you still got to have that result. That result still has to be achieved. That task still has to be got achieved. To. Yeah. yeah, and so I do, I do think – you know, even I'll tell my kids, I'll say, hey, this and this and this need to be done. They'll say, oh, that's a lot. Well, then you better get after it. Yeah, right? dude, start at 4 a.m. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? That's what time your day starts. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, you know, they'll compartmentalize it. And, and it's just, I think it's a human reaction for us to automatically try to calculate, is this hard or is this easy? Well, life's hard. Life is right? hard, dude. So we oh, just yeah. have to choose our hard and we want to choose one that has results. But if you look at these people that have results that are driven and have results they take the reasons and and they can be failures or whatever right yep. they'll take those reasons they'll learn from those reasons they'll stack those reasons and, and pretty soon they'll build a reasonable white house out of those reasons you know what yeah, I mean? they sure. keep going yeah and and you look at the major league baseball players or any athlete professional athlete you look at their batting average there's nowhere on that batting average where it says the reasons why i I you didn't know, hit them. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. there's no, there's no, there's no place for it in life. Right. Yep. 
but there's a place for it in each other's hearts and we can you know you never know what someone's going through in silence yeah right yeah we so talked about that we definitely right? don't want to judge but guess what at the end of the day we're judged on our result even a tree a tree uh, you can judge a tree based on the fruit it, it bears yeah or right? how big it's grown right Right. Exactly. There's reasons why some trees in the shade don't grow or whatever. And that tree's got a good reason. But you know what? If it was designed to grow, grow. Yeah. Dude, that's a good point you bring up. Sometimes there are good reasons, right? There are like, hey, I didn't get to work today because I got in a car accident. It's like, well, okay, good reason to not be at work today, right? I understand why you didn't show up here. You don't have a car anymore. But uh, I think the other important thing about reasons, and we've all got to understand this, and I think we do. I think, you know, Neck Nation, I think we all get this. We just don't say it out loud enough, is that results don't come free. Right. They're not handed out. Just like the yeah. world doesn't hand out breaks, results results don't get handed out either, right? They take, it's it's hard work. It's dedication. It's uncomfortableness. It's pain. It's hardships, right? Yeah. All these things in order to accomplish the result. And I think we just have to sit back and ask, our, ask ourselves a few questions. And that would be, am I willing to go through all this to get my results. And if I am willing to go through all this, um, who's it up to? And the only person that can answer those questions is ourselves, right? Is you, Nick Nation. You got to answer that question for yourself. So some good points, kid. Yeah. And you know what results take? uh, One thing I've studied is these results driven people. Results takes commitment. Oh, sure. I mean, it takes a very focused laser focused commitment because and i think as society we're you know it seems like the younger generation or or as we grow as we go um people are afraid more and more of commitment you know if you tell somebody i i know right away if my kids are going to do something or not i can tell them it doesn't matter what it is pick that rock up and move it over here yeah and they'll look at me and they'll say nothing and they'll just get right after it or they'll say Okay, ask a few questions to make sure they're picking up the right rock or whatever. But yeah. but when they say the words, I'll try. Oh, man, yeah. Bro, you already know it ain't going to happen. Or, I tell them, don't say that. Don't no. say try. Trying's lying, dude. I'll give it my best shot, yeah. right? Yeah, that yeah. that I'll try, I'll give it my best shot mentality. And that's that goes back to if you're already coming up with excuse, or reasons not to do something or reasons why you can't do something – you're you're non-committal. Yeah. You won't you're you've shot yourself in the foot. You've completely undermined your ability to accomplish something. Yeah. Just and, like you're saying. And when you commit to do something, the reason there's a little bit of a fear there for some people is when you commit to do something, you're like, crap, dude, I gotta do it. The pressure and, is on. I mean, when you were younger and you told the bully, look here, this it's gonna get western. <laughs> If you butt me out of line one more time, right? Yeah. You can't throw out a commitment like that. And then not back it up. No, it don't matter if the bully's three times the size, dude. You got to come in swinging like the third monkey getting on the Noah's Ark. You got to. Well, and you told me this a long time ago, Kit, and you said, you know, most of the time, and this is only relevant to standing up to people, but nine times out of 10, they're going to back down. But you better be ready for that 10th one because he's going to step up to the plate yeah. and he'll go fisticuffs with you. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, you, if you bow up on him and send it, <laughs> they'll back down 90% of the 90% time. 90% of the time, yeah. yeah you can it doesn't matter him. how small you are. So. No, it don't matter. You Put can... that in your pocket, Neck Nation. Yeah, there's, <laughs> uh, we just told you something for free. Yeah, there you go. You know go. what I mean? <laughs> just don't awesome. use it on me. I'll be the 10th. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, so results equal commitment, 
right? I think um, results also, another way to, to describe results would be consequence, Yeah. right? Um, results aren't always positive. We want to talk about them today in, in the yeah, positive sense, true. right? But sometimes our our results are a direct um, a direct correlation to our actions, sure. right? Our action or our inaction. And uh, we talked about I talked about this a little bit with uh, Spencer Llewellyn when we had him yeah. on the podcast, right? In in talking about ownership, right? And whether you own something or not, there's going to be consequences. And whether we take action or not. There's going to be results. Yeah. And how important is it to have control over those results? And then how important is it for those results to be positive? I mean, Kit, what what does it do for you when you achieve positive results? I know, I know what it does for me, brother. Yeah. You know what? It's it 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 it's a confidence builder. It really is. Yeah. I mean, I've have you ever talked to somebody and you know they're results driven and and you ask them to do something? Um, Put two people in your life side by side. One one is hey, this is you know. I'm going to tell you to do this thing for me or ask you for a favor or whatever. And if he looks you in the eye and says, yeah, I got it. Yeah. This, this is what I'll do. It, you don't need to follow up with that, dude. No. It's going to get done. Yep. It don't matter if it's, hey, son, I'm going to put gas in your truck uh, on the way back because I just use it to, to haul some hay or go to the dump whatever. whatever. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> he knows if dad says he's going to put gas in it. Don't matter if it's midnight. By the time I roll out of the field, it's going to be gassed up if I got to go siphon it out of the lawnmower. Yeah, and and it drives my wife crazy sometimes. She's like, "Dude, just do it tomorrow or whatever. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> it's it's our kid. He's going to be here tomorrow." And I'm like, "It doesn't matter," because in their eyes and in their mind, when you say something, when Dad says something, I want them to know. Period. They don't even have to think. Is yeah. he going to show up? Is he going to put gas in the truck? Even those small things, you know, if I commit to buy him a lollipop at Country Cash when we go to town, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. If you make a commitment, dude, send it all the way through. And it goes back to when you make that commitment to yourself, follow through. Yeah. Right? That's the most important follow through you can ever do is to yourself. But it becomes a behavior uh, pattern of habits, right? Yeah. And, and people, whether they say it or not, it'll reflect on you, you know, if you're results driven or not. I mean, it, it will. It'll be your resume. I was out at a job <clears throat> uh, for an owner of a multi-million dollar company, and, and he asked me to do something that's pretty specific. It was very detailed, and it was hard. And he goes, you're the only guy I know that can get it done. Sure. So yeah. we, we talked through the plans. I made a few tweaks to the design, and I said, all right, we'll get her done. He goes, you just go out to my plant, and you build it right there. And you, you tell them guys, you know, whatever what you, you need. need. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, all right, he goes, I'll swing by and check on you. Well, he never swung by and checked on me, right? Yeah. So late that night, um, he hit me. He's like, hey, how close are you to completing that project? Did you get your first test sample done or whatever? And it's a pretty tall task. Yeah, right? yeah. And I didn't say anything. I just sent him a picture of it finished. <laughs> right? And he came back, he says, you're bad A, dude. He goes, I shouldn't even have asked. Yeah. And he's like, We're, I don't know how you got the material. I don't know what account you put it on. I don't know how you did it, but. You wrote, did it. You man. did it. You delivered and, the results. Yeah, and so it's funny because the next day we're sitting out there talking with the plant manager. And he's like, dude, what's this Western cat little neck dude doing running around our yard, <laughs> jumping in cranes and lifts and acting like he owns a place? And he goes. That little That's neck. Kit the kid. Yeah, he, goes, he goes, that little neck right there. He goes, just leave him alone. Let him do what he wants to do. Let him do his but, deal. But he said, I shouldn't even have followed up and said, hey, are you getting close? Yeah. 
you know, sorry, I didn't get a chance to swing by today. I'm sure you got some questions. I'm like, no questions. The question is, do you like it? Yeah. No you know questions, I mean? just results. And and so that was cool. Cause my son was with me and, and you know, he had just got back from Iowa Yeah, and he's trying to figure out life and figure out future and figure out what to do. Yeah. Right. Kind of a turning point and starting sure. point of a life and at 21 years old. And so we're having that conversation and the owner of that company piped up. He said, I know what your last name is. So you want a job anywhere, any of my plants, he you goes, got, you got one. one. Dude, that's so, awesome. And I said, well, did you even care if he'll misspell resume? He goes, I already know what his resume is. <laughs> yeah, I so, got him down. <laughs> that's but, awesome. But I think those results follow you for good or for bad. And, and, yeah. and I'm not saying all mine are good. There's some results that I really got to work on and I got to change, man. Yeah. You know, that's some good self-reflection, right? I think yeah. we should all do that. Like, and, and be, you know, be critical of yourself in a good way, yeah. right? Be critical in your, of yourself in a way that will allow you to build yourself and become better tomorrow than you are today. And you kind of sparked a thought for me, Kit, when you're talking about uh, commitment, right? And that sometimes we are afraid to commit because it does put a lot of pressure, right? Like I said, the pressure's on once you commit. But yeah. I think we also have to realize, I mean, there's been times in my life, um, in my line of work, which is, which isn't the same as your line of work, right? I, some, I'm these days I'm sitting behind a desk and somebody will bring something to me and say, Hey, I need to know how to navigate X, Y, Z problem, or I need to know how to navigate <clears throat> these laws or whatever it is. And I say, well, I don't know right now, but I'll get back to you. And I start digging through these problems, right? I've, I've already committed. I don't know now, but I will get back to you. That's a commitment. Yeah. And I start digging through these problems. And you know what, dude, Kit, I can't find the answer. But you know what I can find? Hmm. I can find somebody who knows the answer. Sure. And I think that we can adopt that with whatever our commitments are. So don't be afraid, Neck Nation, to, to make commitments. Um, I mean, we can be a little apprehensive. We're all going to be a little apprehensive. But just know like if it's something that you've taken on, there's nothing that says that you can't get to other resources to help you finish the job yeah. or, or get the task done. And you know what? You weren't afraid to ask somebody if they knew or ask yeah. for help. And at the end of the day, it's just you're, you're responsible to deliver on your commitment, whatever yeah. it takes. Whatever it takes. And I think sometimes that's the hard part. It's easier to say, oh, I don't know. I'll try than it is to, <laughs> yeah. to, to dig around. And then once you dig around to go to the next level, chapter two, which is ask other people for help. Yeah. And there's a country song that says, I don't know what it feels like to send uh, my only son to war, but I got friends that do. Yeah. It's called friends that do. And it goes on through all these challenges. And I don't know what it's like to do this or to do that, but I got friends that do. And you know what, man, we got to lean on those friends. You got to lean on your coworkers sometimes. You oh know? yeah. Because that's what you, if you're, if you're on the other end of the question asking, that's what you want them to do. You want them to get the result. You want them to get them the answer no matter how they get it, right? As long yeah. as it's appropriate to the task. So. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I've got a I've got a story on this uh, um, reasons or results here. It's a, a surprise. It's another racing story. You okay if I tell this? Yeah, All right. throttle. I'm a, send I'm a, it. Yeah, I'm going to try and connect this as good as I can. But uh, this was uh, probably back when I was about 16 years old, um, and I had just barely gotten faster on the dirt bike than my dad. So I got to mention that because that was a big time in my life, right? My dad was always faster than me. You told me you've always been faster. No, no dude. There was, there was a time where the old man was laying it down on me. So, uh, but, so 16 years old, um, I'm on a KTM 300 two-stroke, right? Yeah. We're at a desert race. 
and I'm going through my rituals, right? My my rituals before, because dude, the butterflies, the butterflies are off the charts, man. You're sick to your stomach. You're like, oh my gosh, the anxiety's through the roof. They're gonna drop this flag. All 150 people are gonna take off at the same time. We're gonna yep. be banging bars, right? I don't want to crash. I'm just sick to my stomach. So I go through my routine, my breathing exercises. You know, I say a little prayer, like, yep. hey, keep me safe. Help me get through the start at least, yeah. right? Get all these dudes out of my way. Get all the dudes out of my way. <laughs> Let me come out of this in first place, yeah. right? And so flag goes up, still got the butterflies, whatever, a little more calm than than you are when you first get to the line. And the flag drops, and me and my dad are right next to each other, and we take off. And I, I pulled my dad, right? So I'm out in front of my dad, and there's there's maybe only two or three guys on this start a little further ahead than I am, Right. And uh, I'm thinking, okay, I can come off this bomb run, which was probably about, you know, three quarters of a mile to a mile long, right? I can come off this bomb run and hit the trail and be be a top five guy. Right. And then I can just kind of work my way up and pick him off for the rest of the race because I got, I got 90 miles to get this thing done, right? To get it done or not get it done. Right. One of the two. Well, we get to the end of the bomb run and the dust was off the charts. So I pulled off into the sagebrush off to the right-hand side of the trail. Now in a desert race, there's only certain, the, the trail is only marked for a certain amount of feet to either side of the trail. And when I say marked, like dangers, right? right. Dangers are marked with blue ribbons. Once you get outside that, you're on your own. You are on your own, dude. And, and rocks and stuff love to hide behind bushes, Sure. right? So I'm out in the sagebrush and when you look out across a field, that is uh, just sagebrush, right? Doesn't matter what it is, big prairie, whatever, covered in sagebrush. Looks smooth. If there's ditches, you don't see them. Right. It just looks flat and smooth. Sure. So I'm I'm booking along, going to make a pass on this guy because he's in the dust and I'm no longer in the dust. And I look, dude, and there's a ditch. And this ditch is like 15, 20 feet deep. It is deep. And <laughs> I'm I am on the gas. And so I lock him up. I lock him up big time. And uh, I go flying down into the bottom of this ditch. Well, it just so happened. I mean, we're out in we're out in in God's country, right? Yeah. There's cows, there's cattle, there's ranchers, there's all kinds of things out there. There was a thousand pound ball of barbed wire in oh. the bottom of this ditch, dude. And I went right into it, right into this ball. Went over the bars, no. laid my back down across this barbed wire ball. Flew into the other side of the ditch and tweaked my knee, right? And this was, dude, we'd been racing for a minute and 30 seconds. And into, you've already disappeared. And I've, I'm done, dude. I'm done. I laid there and, uh, and my knee was tweaked up. My back was all tweaked up. And I'm like, gosh, maybe I can go, you know, I can get back on. Everybody had gone by. All 150 bikes. They're yeah. gone. I get back on my bike. In fact, the, there were some people standing there watching, and they're like, dude, we've been pushing on that ball all day trying to get it to move, and it didn't go anywhere. <laughs> but the second you hit it with your bike, that thing moved like two feet. <laughs> well, yeah, because you were pinned. <laughs> I was going, dude. And so I hop back on the bike, and I'm, I'm pretzeled up, man. My butt, my back is just the muscles are all tweaked, and I'm yeah. all messed up. And I, I'm like, you know what? I can't do this. I, 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 can't, I can't finish this race. And I go back to the truck. And I put on like a stem machine or something like that, try to get my back calmed down. Well, eventually it calmed down. I'm like, I'm sitting here contemplating with myself, right? I can go back out. I could probably go back out. I'm not going to win nothing, but I could go back out and get my finisher's pin. I could finish this race. Yeah. And uh, I didn't do it, Kit. I didn't do it. I gave myself reasons 
right? Right. And, and what did my results show? I got a big DNF. I did not finish. Um, now I had a, I had a reason, right? right? I had a pretty big get off, but I did recover, and I could have gone back out. So, but they don't give you a pin that says. Uh, almost finished, but hit ball of barbed wire. <laughs> or a pin that says best wreck, <laughs> right? Yeah. No, they don't. So, you know, our, sometimes a, a good reason can turn into a situation where, you know, we're able to rectify that. Like, oh. hey, I got in a car accident, but I can call a cab. But what did right? you learn from it, Austin? Well, so here's what I learned from it. The next time this happened in a race, now I didn't crash, but uh, I had a rock that hit my rear sprocket and bent my rear sprocket. My chain fell off. And uh, I sat there for about an hour and a half, two hours. And then my dad rolled up on a four-wheeler because somebody went back and told him I was out there. And he towed me back to the truck. And I said, hey, you don't mind if I take a wrench and straighten the sprocket out, throw my chain back on and go finish this race, do you? Hmm. He says, no, not at all. And so the next time something bad yeah. happened, I went and finished it because I didn't like how I felt yeah. when I chose not to finish the race. That's cool. Yeah. You didn't reason your way right out of racing. Not that one. Yeah. And I had a ton of fun, dude, sitting yeah. in the back there all by myself. Yeah. I was I was having to pass the four-wheelers. The four-wheelers go after yeah. the bikes. But, dude, it was great. I had a good time. Yeah. yeah. You're not bothering nobody back there. No. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> worried about me when I'm that far behind. <laughs> but you know what? And that's awesome. At least you learned something from it. You yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So I think really with reasons and results, a lot of us have a different emotions about reasons, right? Yeah. One of the biggest ones I think nowadays is anxiety. Anxiety is a result. Anxiety is a result of outsourcing our approval to someone else. And I think sure. as we look at those results, if we take control and we don't depend on other people to help us equal our results. Yeah. And, and we start to, you know what, do exactly what we're doing. And that's sending a message about knowing our roots and, and knowing ourselves and remembering the importance of where we're from and what we've learned, you know, and these mistakes we've made and some of the reasons that we've, we've given ourselves and, and just know that we're worth it, man. Yeah. Let's not outsource our, our approval. Let's, yeah. let's become that approval. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like taking equal, control. Yeah. Take control, man. Grab yeah. that throttle and equal our own results and equal our own outcome. Absolutely. So, yeah. Well, what do you think, kid? Is that our message today? Frick, yeah, dude. We planned this like three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. Well, we'll leave you with that, Neck Nation. So uh, let's go out there and get those results, right? Let's not uh, hold ourselves back. Let's, If we're going to give a reason to something, let's give it a reason as to why we're going to do it and not why we're not going to do it, yeah, right? Exactly. Let's be committal. Let's not be the uh, let's not be the all try guy, right? Let's yeah. be the all do it guy. Trying's we got resources. Lying. There you yeah. go. Trying's lying. We got resources. Use them, guys. Yeah. Use them up. So, but uh, we'll leave you with that message and uh, be sure to like and share this video. If you're watching on the YouTubes, if you're doing Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever, one of these other uh, podcast platforms, if you can like the video, do so. It'll help us get through these algorithms. Um, we've got our social media. We've got our Instagram, our TikTok, our Facebook. We're posting videos there. We've got some YouTube shorts that come out so you guys can watch those little clips of, uh, of our previous podcasts that have good little messages in them. So check those out. And then also go to uh, neckroots.com. 
and uh, check out the swag, the shirts, the, the hats. I think there's some other things that are going on there pretty soon, too. Yeah, so all kinds of stuff. They're yeah. down there in the store working. Yeah, yeah, they're putting some things together. So uh, maybe some good packages for birthdays or for, you know, Father's Day's coming up in a couple days. I might be kind of tight, but Father's Day next year will work. So Father's Day's every day, man. Father's Day's every day, At dude. the ranch. There you go. So, <laughs> well, we'll leave you with that. And bless up, Neck Nation. Bless up. Thanks for your support.